welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And we have Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. Megan's currently on her maternity leave, so I have Shannon here with me today. And I'm really excited to talk to Shannon because she was one of our very first sponsors of the podcast, so it's awesome to have her on as a guest host. So everything has a beginning, and the littlest sidekick, Shannon's company, began when her little man was born. He has not only made her a mother, but has helped her find herself. To see life through his eyes is truly a special gift. As we grow up, we tend to forget the most unique aspects of simply being in nature. The life behind the brand mimics his sense of adventure and his never-ending desire to explore. The simple things as children bring out the biggest smiles. They're a small lifestyle brand based in the United States, and they believe that life is best seen through the eyes of a child. The best things in life are simple, and the memories are made with family and friends. The best thing you can do for yourself and your kids is get outside and just play. Shannon, I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, Sorry, I'm kind of stumbling on my words, as I was saying before we started recording. It's been a little bit of an off day with my daughter, so we are just navigating these waters. No problem at all. So today's episode is all about setting brand goals. And each month, like I said, we do a goal setting session. This is going to be a great goal setting session, I think, because you are actually currently rebranding your company, right? I am. I'm actually, we've been in business for a year and it just started off as um, screen printing on t-shirts that we wholesale through other companies, but now I am actually taking the leap and making my own clothing line. That's so awesome. So are you going to actually be like sewing the clothing or is it that you got all of the materials to be able to do the screen printing and everything at home? I personally, um, I do all my screen printing at home right now, but I am moving in the direction of having um, manufacturers make the actual clothing. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's great. Have you already found some manufacturers to work with? So this is the challenge of uh, creating a clothing line. Um, I am in the process of interviewing different manufacturers that do different kinds of stuff. So we we have different um, garments that we want to make, and all are different, all are unique. And um, other than the t-shirts, they're pretty complex. So I have to find the the right manufacturer that can not only do all of them, but also work with a small startup company. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. Um, Have you heard of the company um, Princess Awesome? I have not. They, they, I know, I found them on Shark Tank. That's how I discovered them, actually. And I was thinking, like, oh, 
Shannon should totally go on Shark Tank. And then it made me think of uh, Princess Awesome. But what they do is they have a clothing line that makes dresses and clothing for girls that aren't the typical patterns girls would have. My daughter has like a train dress that she got from them. And so I was wondering, I was thinking, oh, they have to have found like a manufacturer that could do work with a small company because they ended up not getting on Shark Tank, but they, well, they were on it, but they didn't like get picked. I think that's how it works. So maybe that would be a good resource for you. I don't know. Or I could just be saying random things that make no sense. No, I would definitely, um, I will contact her and check her out. I am I'm one to answer or ask a lot of questions. So I have um, reached out to numerous people that, that I have never never met before in person or I've talked to, but um, I definitely, I, I coming into this industry as a new person, not knowing a single thing, so it's just pure research and asking a ton of questions. That's so awesome. I think that's the way to go when you are starting a company or even morphing your company into something different because if you aren't a, if you aren't willing to ask the questions, you're going to just be sitting there doing probably the simplest tasks in the most difficult way because you don't know that there's a streamlined way, you know? So asking questions there's nothing wrong with that. Correct. Um, and I also, so I am um, looked into, there's an accelerated program that lasts for about six months, and I've decided to take that. Um, it's Factory 45, and Shannon, um, she has been through the complete process of creating her own clothing line, and through all the bumps and bruises that her and her business partner went through, she is now trying to help other people um, not make those same mistakes. So that has helped with a lot of the lingo and how to contact certain manufacturers and not just seem like a newbie. But um, other than that, I figured if I, I, I'm going to take this seriously, I'm going to have to um, take classes. So that is what I'm doing. That's so awesome. Yeah, I do drop shipping myself. So I just basically design clothing um, like for shirts and stuff but I don't actually print it myself so I would have I would feel the same way I'd be like so lost that's super cool that they have one of those courses is it an online course or is it in person nope this is an online course and um, so she releases different modules every week and then she has we have call-ins so we if we have questions for her and then um, she has different interviews with past people that she has had um, successful ventures through that program that's the best it's always great to have a mentor when you're moving away from something else and into something new how did you figure out your way of changing yourself to this new brand and like what types of goals did you set when you were changing your brand over? So I started off um, with the screen printing and it, and it ultimately just started out as me wanting to step away from the computer and just create something with my hands again. So um, I'm a graphic designer for my day job so I sit behind the computer from nine to five and to get back into the, the artistic um, drive of my craft that I wanted to create something. I've always wanted to screen print, so I've taught myself how to screen print. And then 
it just it kind of morphed over the last year into me wanting something to more something bigger so I've um, always had a passion for the outdoor industry and I I found a niche within that in within that industry that um, could possibly be a, a way for me to grow as a company that's so cool so when you like sat down to move in this direction what types of things did you write down when you were or like what were your I guess let's say three what were your three priorities from changing little sidekick from what it is now into your new branding so um, it's pretty much just all research I read everything online I follow all the people that I look up to and inspire me that are doing the exact same thing where I want to be. I've joined groups. Um, I've joined Camber Outdoors, which is a it's all women's group that um, that boasts or that support women within the outdoor industry. Um, I've researched. I talk to people. I pretty much just. Um, I have a ton of notebooks. <laughs> I actually carry around three notebooks in my uh, computer bag at all times, and I'm constantly jotting down notes and scribbling and doodling, and just everything that comes to mind always has to be written down. So for everyone who's listening up, when you are starting to create your brand, the number one thing that we want you to start with is research and notes. Don't just jump in, right? You, especially you would, I think you know this as a graphic designer, right? You don't want to just design something without doing the research. Right. Yeah. You are, um, you're only going to help yourself out the more you know about your your industry or the person that you're working with. And something that I always say when I'm working on my branding is to focus on how it makes me feel and how I want my ideal customer to feel, but then even to keep going and to pull from all of the areas of my life the things that I can reflect in my branding and uh, I talk more about this in our authentic or sorry our mindset episode in two weeks but Shannon how how do you infuse all of that into your branding because I know your company was born out of your son being born but how do you how did you and do you infuse those things of your life into your branding I feel like I'm just rambling today. So um, we, uh, I, my, me and my husband, we are, um, we love the outdoors. We, so starting off, I, when we're walking through the woods or we're hiking through the woods or we're up north, I'm constantly thinking of what would, um, what would help kids when they're outside in the backyard or they're hiking with their parents and they're outside doing stuff? What is going to protect them from mosquitoes and ticks? So it's ultimately, as me as an adult, what do I want as a clothing that I know parents will want to be able to purchase for their kids, um, knowing that that'll not only protect them, but will their kids will want to wear. Um, I also, as a designer, I'm very particular, so I it takes me forever to design something I'm constantly changing it and, and rechanging it and re revising everything so it, it goes through a multiple um, 
rounds of changes? Um, yeah, I think that being okay with reworking and going back and looking at it again as you grow and as your company grows is a super important part of keeping your brand goals in check, especially because I don't think you have to only have brand goals when you're just starting out or when you're rebranding, but I feel like having these goals and setting these goals is important to do whether you're an established business or not because there's always places for us to grow and there's always places for us to improve on our branding and we personally are always growing and changing and our offerings are growing and changing so it just makes sense to have consistent or maybe not consistent but always having goals for your branding. I completely agree. So um, when it comes to uh, the new direction that we're moving in, um, we have we are setting higher goals, and um, those goals are a foreign industry for me. So um, I'm ac we're actually looking into sustainability. So we're not only we only not only want to make our clothing with sustainable fabrics, but we also want to know where um, the cotton was grown what materials are put into the cotton, the workers that have grown the cotton and are making the, the actual garment. Um, but we also want to, we want to have a closed loop process. So we don't, we want to have our clothes be, stay out of the landfill as long as possible. Um, with that being said, we're looking into um, possible company being out in Seattle that like when your clothes when there's a tear in it or the zipper's broken, you can send it to us and we will send it to the repair shop. We will repair it and then send it back to you. So therefore, you, it will last for years to come. And knowing that children do grow out of clothes quickly, and we're hoping that they can be hand down. So it'll be hand-me-down certified. That is so cool. We prefer to keep our clothes out of the landfills as well. So if we are not donating clothes, um, we also have this really awesome secondhand store here. Um, it's in Long Beach and it's based entirely off of donations. You bring in 10 articles of clothing and then you get to bring home 10 articles of clothing. And I think you donate $5 for every 10. And that's only to help with the overhead of like the space that they rent and everything. But I've gotten so many of my daughter's clothes from there and I'm always telling my friends about it because it is so important, I think, for me to be eco-friendly and to have these goals in my own personal life. And I like to see that bleed into our business lives. That place sounds so amazing. Um, I definitely need some place like that around for us. <laughs> Yeah, the, the family that started it, they started it because they were always having friends give them clothes and they were giving friends clothes and stuff and everyone kept saying like, oh, this would be so cool to do. And so they just started it and it's really grown into a space. It used to be, I think, in their garage, just like on the weekends and how they get people to come in is or was through their Facebook, like they had a Facebook page and you are only able to go in by appointment only just so that they are limiting their, you know, like 
overhead, their lighting, their staff and all that stuff. And now it's this big room and they have clothes from infants all the way up to, I think it's like boys size 16 is the highest they go up. And they have toys and stuff too. And it just, it's a really great vibe and a great way to give back and exchange and get nice clothes for your children that you know you might not have otherwise been able to afford like I got a brand new I am too fabulous two-year-old birthday dress for my daughter for four dollars and that one was brand new so if they get things that are brand new then they sell them and use that as part of the donation so it's just a great place to go and I love working with other companies like that yeah, that's really great. That's that's so amazing to hear that um, companies are doing that. It's it's funny the stigma that we have as a society is that we we don't want to wear like used clothing or we don't want to be seen in something more than a couple of times. It's I don't I'm try we're trying to um, help break that that way of thinking. Um, I believe if you have a if you have clothing and it's made with quality fabrics and a sustainable outlook, that it the clothing will last. And um, with that being said, you ha you create experiences living with living and wearing these clothes. So we want to not only have that stay in your family, but also like, oh yeah, I wore that hoodie when I went camping with this friend, and oh I wore this this jacket, and it was my favorite jacket just something that is the memories that we put towards our clothes or something that we can hold on to oh I think that it for me and maybe not all of our listeners will be like this but for me when I set my brand goals I do include something like a way to give back or um, a way to be more environmentally conscious and I love to see that you're the same way I would even go so far to say is I think that that should be a goal every company has especially when you're a small business because if you include your passions like for example I try to give back from my company and donate when I first launched my self-love course a few months ago I did a week where every purchase was X amount of dollars going toward my favorite charity which is to write love on her arms but um, I also wanted to give other people the option in the future to pick their own charity and stuff like that and so I think that when you're setting brand goals it's definitely important to look into the other aspects of your brand instead of just how it looks colors planning your business you know like that you want to go into the full appearance and the full feel of your brand I completely agree. Um, this, we decided to give back to um, the organization called OneTreePlanted.org, and they um, they are amazing company. So for every piece of garment that is bought through our company, we give a dollar to them, and they plant a tree. And eventually, um, when I have more time, I would really like to hold a. Uh, like a tree planting party and get the kids involved and get them their hands dirty and really like help out. We just, um, my husband belongs to the BHA, which is the uh, Backhunters Anglers Club, and they had a river cleanup over on the west side of our state a few weekends ago. And 
what better way to get Gunner involved um, as a young age and just really just involved in surrounding surrounding himself with people that um, are like-minded. So we went over there and we cleaned up the river and uh, he had a blast. That's so awesome. Yeah, I saw on your website actually, I was on it the other day and I saw at the bottom how it says that you support them. And I think that is so cool and so important, especially as your brand is all about children and getting your children out there into nature. So naturally, organizing something like this is perfect. If you're a company that, you know, say your graphic design company and there isn't really a way for you to completely link giving back or your like a volunteer thing with your graphic design company one way that you could give back in that is to contribute to an auction or to find something local or in the online space that you can contribute to it doesn't have to be the same ongoing thing um, when I, because I'm a board member for a nonprofit, we do an Instagram auction every year. And so when we do our auction, we look for companies that are willing to give back and willing to donate to our cause. And I know that so many nonprofits are like that too. So if you are setting your goals and you want to include something about giving back or being eco-friendly, I urge you to do some research, just like we were saying before as your number one goal step is to do research. Definitely do some research and find something that works for you and your company. Don't just think that because you're in a office or a more corporate type of business that that means you can't give back. Like my dad's computer company when I was in high school, we all went on a great trip to um, Biloxi which is in, not Louisiana, Biloxi is in, next to Louisiana, I can't think of the state, but so we went to Biloxi and we rebuilt houses after Hurricane Katrina. So even if you do have a company that maybe isn't linked into what it is that you want to give back, don't think that you have to stay away from it. Wouldn't you agree, Shannon? I completely agree. Um, definitely, I personally will be looking into more different avenues to be able to give back just outside of the the environment um, aspect of it all. I to be able to um, get kids outside and stuff like that would be would be really fun, or even workshops, just something to do outside um, outside of the school hours. That's so great. That's going to be a really great thing. And I would love to support you in any way as well with your giving back. So when you have the new stuff coming up, let me know and I'd love to share it. Um, I know we're gonna, going to be updating your information from your past sponsored episodes. So I would just, I, I love to share um, fellow companies, especially companies that are eco-friendly. Um, for everyone who's listening today, so we like to always, you know, talk about our three goal-setting tips that you can do. So number one, to recap, we did do your research in the beginning, look at all aspects of your life and what it is that you want to do. 
don't be afraid to rewrite and rehash. That's a goal setting tip number two. Of course, my phone is on loud. And then goal setting tip number three is find a way to infuse giving back or being eco-friendly or really just look at how you want your company to be perceived outside of the work that you do, but as your brand in general. How do you want the world to see you? Do you have any other tips, Shannon? Um, I would just say that uh, you got to... Um within a journey something along the lines of what I'm doing it's it's very hard to keep everything on track especially when you have family and um, a job that supports everything and um, to really just to keep your head down and keep going forward because ultimately you're you're doing it for um, for a reason and little little improvements every single day is what will be successful down the road Yes, that is that is 100% important. Shannon, do you want to share a little bit more about your passion and your truth and your company? Um, we usually try to keep this around 30 minutes, so we're getting toward the end of the episode where we have our guest hosts and our guests talk a little more about themselves for our audience. ...sustainable fabrics that um, will last years that I want to... Um, I'm asking for the consumer's opinion with a lot of this stuff. So we have a Facebook group that's called The Littlest Sidekick Adventures. And within that group, I'm constantly asking them, what do your kids like? What designs do they go towards? Do they like the little thumb holes in their long sleeve shirts? Um, just little stuff like that. So I, uh, I, I want making this clothing not only out of, passion for myself and hopefully my son will enjoy wearing them um, but for other kids as well and I know at a young age it starts like my son won't even walk out of the house unless he has a truck on his shirt so I it's imperative that they want to be actually be wearing them as well so the design aspects um, what do they like to do outside so I really look for your their my consumers opinion and their comments um, other than that, it's just uh, we are we are working towards um, a sustainable clothing line that is not only functional but durable as well. That's fabulous. Um, I couldn't help myself while we were talking right now, and I just shared your um, company on Facebook with one of my friends who I think you two would actually really get along. She makes some children's clothing but she's also a tinker garden teacher have you heard of tinker garden i have not what is it oh my gosh so i know it's way off topic but it's really cool it's um a style of teaching that is like out in nature i'm looking up the specific description of what it is um, but so they teach parents how to share authentic outdoor learning experiences with their children so those children may develop into curious capable and well-balanced people and it's an outdoor activity style of learning uh, it started in New York City so there's definitely local classes and if there 
they don't have any local to you, you can like become a Tinker Garden leader, which is what my friend has just done. So I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot she just started this. So that's why I was like, I have to share this with her right now, this brand, it'll be something she'll love. So um, I just, yeah, I had to share that with you. That sounds a amazing. I'm actually just wrote it down and I will be looking it up as soon as we hang up. That's amazing. I actually have heard, um, I've heard of nature school. So it, it gets the kids out and like doing stuff and playing in the dirt. And, um, but that sounds amazing. And actually I would really love to be a Tinker Garden teacher. <laughs> yeah. My mom was telling me that I should be, and I was like, well, mom, you know, I really don't like dirt and bugs. And those are the types of things that kids like to get into. So I would be like, I love to get my, let my little girl get in the dirt and get dirty and, dig and plant things but I just have some OCD about it that I'm like okay I like to camp but I'm not going to do any digging and that's one of the way that kids learn so I'm not doing Tinker Garden personally but um, I'm looking into getting my daughter into one of the classes because I think she would love it. 100%. Um, I will definitely be looking up for my son as well. It, it's it's quite, f it's funny how um, having a little boy, I never thought I would be that person in the garden digging up worms, but I am now that mom in the garden looking for worms so he can hold them in his hand, and we're looking at bugs and watching ants, and it's, it's now my world, and I would never change it. That's so great. Yeah, I have a little tomboy, which is who I was as a kid. So I am just doing everything I can to continue to encourage her to explore. And really, it's I know this is so off topic, but I just have to tell you, um, really, like, it's funny how attentive they are when you are doing something outside like I always say oh no it's getting close to dusk we need to go inside because I'm going to get bit by bugs aka mosquitoes and now when the sun starts to go down she starts yelling bugs go away no bite mommy no bite mommy and I'm like oh I really need to be careful with what I say when we're outside and she's playing in the dirt because if I say something like ew I don't want to touch that worm then she's not going to be into exploring that. So, um, like I said, I know this is way off topic for our branding episode, but I just, uh, it's, it's crazy how you grow. No, definitely agree. Um, and it's, it's really not off brand for me because my, my lifestyle is my brand. So I, my goal is to marry my lifestyle with my career um, down the road. So that is in the works and hopefully in the next few years, that will be my complete future. That's so great. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today, Shannon. I think that this episode is really going to be a great one for everyone out there who's either rebranding or looking into starting their brand for the first time. If you are just living your life as a business and not thinking of rebranding, but wanted to kind of reevaluate where your brand is, remember that it's okay to have goals for your brand each and every month, each and every year, even if you have a pretty steady brand. I mean, 
Nike doesn't stay static, does it? No, because no one stays static. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. We really had a great time discussing this topic. I cannot wait to see where Littlest Sidekick goes and see your, your clothing actually coming out of a manufacturer. And yeah, if there's anything final you want to say, go ahead. Yeah, if, um, just real quick, if anyone ever is curious or wants to start something or is thinking of rebranding or even just has questions um, in what, I, what I'm doing or if it, I could help, please reach out. I have so many people have helped me out of just pure generosity. I want to do this exact same. So if there's any questions, I am more than glad to share all my information that I've learned Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. I will have all of Shannon's um, website, contact information, all that stuff below so that you guys can follow along. And again, thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope that you have a great time setting goals for your brand. Episode 22 is sponsored by Avon by Julesy's Place. Avon's product line includes beauty products, fashion jewelry, and apparel, and features such well-recognized brand names as Avon Color, Anu, Skin So Soft, Advanced Techniques, Avon Naturals, and Mark. Get 10% off your first order of any size with the promo code WELCOME10 on your Avon.com slash Place. Thank you so much for sponsoring us.